Welcome to Keith's Midnight Minorities. Can you lend a nigga a pencil? Welcome to the lost episode of the KMM. The lost episode. The episode that we thought was never going to come out. We even say in the movie review it's not going to come out. <laughs> yeah, we even tell you in the movie review there is no episode this week because we lost it. It is still lost. Mm-hmm. This is us recording again the next day. So the mm-hmm. day after we normally record. Luckily, uh, our schedules were able to line up to allow for us to record. And we got some sexy new software that we're trying out. Hopefully, it'll make our lives a little bit easier. I mean, I'm sure it will, but... More at this point, a matter of can we afford to keep it? <laughs> Which and we have new not. content. We're not going to recycle the content. Yeah, we're not recycling. Well, I can't. I, I get. I get too bored. I mean, we're going to talk about some of the same stuff. Hey, some of the same I didn't stuff. do uh, everything that I'm bringing today. Is your all KCC new. should just be let's talk about Super Smash. <laughs> well, that's not controversial. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Right? What, is it okay what to it, feel sexually attracted to Super Smash Brothers? <laughs> what is, What is gaming addiction? What uh, is do we have addiction? <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're gonna start off with some uh, some sweet seductive uh, commercials that we want Queef over here to watch. We want to see if it brings any kind of cringe to Keith's body. Okay. okay. So. Um, all right, I'm re- I'm ready to play. You let me know when. Okay, Frank. we're we're playing this first clip. Numero uno. All right, and we're gonna play. A, a mute the audio. And we're gonna. It's gonna be on go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. This is hard hitting defensive tackle David Irving. This is hard hitting car wreck lawyer Ben Abbott. If you've been hit and hurt in a car wreck, you call Ben. If you've been hit on the field by David, you might want to call an ambulance. Both work hard and both <laughs> like to win. So remember, <laughs> when you've been hit and hurt in a car wreck and stay away from David Irving. <laughs> nah, that's just on the football field. What? Call an ambulance. Both work call an ambulance. Sounds like a clip. (laughs) We're gonna have to clip that up. Um, Here's the second one. Okay. How'd you feel about that first one? Uh it looked like they just met for the first time and they tried Uh to make a commercial that looked like they were buddy buddy. David Irving is like two feet taller than this guy. Yeah, there was also he's right here the the pointing. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Alright. Uh, commercial number two. Three, two, one, go. This is hard hitting car wreck lawyer Ben Abbott. Meet the audio. He'd be defensive tackle David Irving. Ben, I know you've helped thousands of people who've been hit and hurt in a car wreck. And you're the winningest <laughs> attorney in the state of Texas for the past 10 years. But comparing yourself to me? You've got some pretty big shoes to fill. Do you mean like these? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) The audio isn't that bad. Like, he doesn't sound. Alright, go ahead and pause it. He doesn't sound terrible. Mm -hmm. I I mean, the lawyer hasn't really said much, so. Mm -hmm. But uh, David Irving doesn't sound that bad. 
It's the lawyer is what you're saying? Hey, do you it, like how the, he's nodding yeah, his head? Yeah, like that part, like he's just holding his chin <laughs> like <laughs> in some weird way, just like. And then he's like, yeah, when he's the winningest lawyer, just look at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's the third one. Okay. Uh, three, two, one, go. This is hard hitting defense. Nah, nah. We done did that. This is mild manner. Nice guy, David Irving. And this is hard hitting oh, my car wreck lawyer. <laughs> if you've been hit at a car wreck. He's still barely any taller. If you're asked to attend a dinner party at David Irving's house. You cordially accept. Both work hard and both like to win. Now that's true. Oh my god. <laughs> that's true. Uh, <laughs> These are actual commercials that are playing oh on TV. Oh my god. Hey, hey, dude. So on this one, the lawyer is obviously standing on a step stool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's still doing his macho man thing. Just yeah, pointing point at himself. At my chest. Uh, Call me. Call me if you get fucked up in a car accident. Hey, and then at the end, David Irving goes, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> the shine. Teeth, his teeth twinkle. <laughs> I mean, at least with the Jim Adler commercials, like. You mean like this one? Oh god, that was awful. His Spanish is, is just terrible. It was, yeah. His Spanish <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> oh, at least with his, so like, it, it adheres to the whole, like, I'm a lawyer, this is what I do. Like, this He's, one just, it's, like, weird. It's, like, I don't really know yeah. what you do. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, <laughs> awkward. Especially, he's, like, like these, and he pulls up the cleats. Yeah, just, like Clearly, you these? don't wear shoes that size, boy. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> those cleats are big. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure those cleats were, man. like, almost, they were bigger than his head. They were, like, the sure. length of his forearm. Yeah. <laughs> he could put them on, and they'd, they'd protect, they'd be arm protectors. If you listen to any kind of like radio at all, like it's like the their only advertiser is lawyers. These lawyers, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like hey, in the, yeah. like in the morning, if I you just got to hit dot com. Yeah. Okay. And it's oh like, my god, it's, uh, it pedals. I don't listen to the radio. Oh, it's oh so god. bad, okay, here bro. We go. <clears throat> here, I'll pull up. Or the uh, dentist, uh, or Crentis the dentist. No, hold on. I'll do the the oh, this one. I can't believe you just haven't haven't seen this one, dude. Wait, this is. There's actual commercials. Yeah, it's a commercial. Girl, you better go, call her. They they can't hear this. Remember, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that girl can't carry Here, a tune. Oh, this is this song plays on the radio all the time. You ready? Uh huh. Reckon we better call the car wreck cowboy. <laughs> right now, sister. Right now. Call the car wreck, wreck the car wreck cowboy. Car oh, wreck, oh my wreck, God. The car wreck cowboy. Right now, sister. <laughs> right 
<laughs> right now, sister. Right now. Right now, sister. If this is what people can do to make commercials, yeah. man, oh, let me we're see. in the uh, wrong business. You might have to play this one. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, that's someone you need to play, dude. I'll bring it up. This is how on the fly this is. We didn't even plan this out. I just got hit. Yeah, we have a, a different computer setup. Which what's the what's the beginning look like? How long is it? Thirty seconds. Yeah, it's only thirty. It's a black guy standing, black dude. In a uh, suit. what's the? It's got. I just got hit. Dot com. Okay. <clears throat> dot como. Let's see. Black guy standing there. Yeah. This one's thirty-one seconds though. Let me go back. I feel like it might have said 31. Yeah, it does. It says 31. Okay. But then... <clears throat> All right. All right. I'm at zero seconds. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Girl, you won't believe what just happened. What? I just got hit. Girl, you better go to IJustGotHit.com. Okay. Of course, car accidents are not child's play. You need to have a lawyer who is aggressive what? with big insurance companies. One who knows how to this get... This is another one that plays on the radio. Over the last few years, I've amassed millions of dollars for my clients. And I want to talk to you right now about... Millions of dollars. I'm a former insurance adjuster, and I know the games they play. So please call me now. The games they play. I just got hit.com. Then, okay. Why do they have a bunch of little girls and all their stuff? I don't know. Because they're Are those just to, his daughters or something? I don't know. Probably. Girl, you won't believe I just He's happened. trying to save money any way he can, bro. Okay. I just got hit. And um but yeah, like those no those commercials get so annoying and it seems like they're just they're peddling to people these, driving in the mornings. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like I'll listen to cuz usually I listen to like a, a rap station or a hip hop station. Uh-huh. And on there it's a lot of like people talking, you know, with improper English and uh-huh. a lot of rap songs and beats to it and everything and I mean you know, that is called advertising. I mean, yeah, but it's it's like it's like come on, you get to realize these people are doing this and this is this is the reflection that they are seeing, I guess, or that they think that you are. So you're calling it racist? Yeah. I'm not, I don't racist, know about racist. Racist as hell. I mean, guess what? Everything all advertisers really look at is are we hitting our target demographic? Mm-hmm. Does the demographic like this sort of thing? Here's what we're mm-hmm. gonna make our ad sound like. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. If your law firm is primarily frequented by lower income people who listen to rap, mm-hmm. you're probably gonna try to find a way to integrate that into your advertising. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Some people <sighs> just um like I would I would I'll be like, you know what? I don't really like this. Like, you think that you and know clearly me. Clearly, you're not the market. Or you think that you know me, right? And you really don't, and this is not working. I, I don't know what market I would fall. I'm I'm sure I, of course, I fall into a demographic. I just don't yeah. know what that demographic is. Uh, I mean, like, Facebook tells you some of it. Like, I w- a bunch of stuff on Facebook comes up. Like, for me, it's <clears> just like... Random stuff like, oh, hey, what's this what porn doing here? <laughs> yeah, what's this? What is this? What's this porn from last <laughs> night that I watched? All right. So uh, speaking of football, right? We were looking at that football commercial. Let's talk about a uh, outstanding football player that just won an award. 
He won Kyler the Heisman. Murray was named the Heisman Trophy winner. That's like that's the highest award you can win as a college athlete. Yeah, and uh, deserving crazy numbers. Only one person wins it every year. Yeah, crazy numbers. Um, this back-to-back Heisman Trophy winners for um, OU. Last oh. year they had Baker Mayfield. This year they have Kyler Murray. And on top of that, after he won. The next day, he had to issue a po- an apology because some scumbag, dirtbag, loser went back into his Twitter feed. Uh, These are young kids. Yeah. Like, like even now, this is a young... How yeah. old is he? He's 21, 20? 21 yeah, or 20? He's young. Is he graduating yeah. from college he and is won the leaving. Heisman? He is not going to play football, even though he'd probably be a first-round pick. Even though he's short, they still say he's the best dual threat quarterback they've ever seen. But uh-huh. he is, is he the one that you were saying was going to play baseball. Yeah, he already got drafted. He's a top ten pick in baseball. Or he got drafted by the Oakland Oakland A's. That's a good move right there. Yeah, he's the ninth pick. Long money. Got to got like a I forgot how much the signing bonus was that he got. But anyways, they went back and found some tweets from him when he was younger. We're gonna have Queef read them. You're gonna to have y'all. me read them. Yeah, let's yeah. go. You just want me to read what he says. No, or, read, read the chain. You gonna let me talk? Well, you gonna let what? You going to let talk to like that? <laughs> Dub D, that hurt my brain. <laughs> Kyler y'all Murray. are queers. Kyler Murray, y'all are queers. Yeah. Kyler Murray, Cole is getting salty. He's a queer. Kyler Murray, queers. Just by itself, there's no context <laughs> yeah. to that one. Kyler go. Murray, ha 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 ha, queer. Corey Williams, calm down. We all friends, haha. Kyler Murray, I don't even know what you two queer are talking about. I got both of y'all, especially you. What was the date on this one? Uh, November twenty fifth, two thousand eleven. Two thousand and eleven, people. It's my first semester of college. Yeah. I guess YOLO is a trending topic at Marcus. Hashtag queers. queers. And he's talking about Flower Mount Marcus, the oh, high really? school. Yeah. That's how long ago this is. This is uh, some of the dumbest. I I mean, he's a kid. Yeah. Like, you're you're always saying, oh, protect the kids. No, you're not. No, you're not. Because guess what? This is a kid, and you're going back and chastising him for things he did as a kid. It's so dumb. I mean, if you went back into my feed when I was (laughs) in high school, it would not be good times. Oh, my God. I think if, I mean, I don't know, like, getting offended by... Something that someone said when they were like 15, and yeah, it lives on the internet forever. You should be aware of that whenever you post stuff, but it's kind of ridiculous. Like, you could bring it up and just be like, hey, what, do you still think like this? Do you still talk like this? Like, have you evolved as a human being? Have you matured since you were 15? Yeah. I mean, you would hope so, right? I mean, you would hope so. Not everyone does, though. But I don't know. Like, Trying to crucify someone for something like that is just stupid anyway. No, that's just saying, hey, look who you used to be when you were 15 years old. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. You piece of shit. Yeah, but that, piece of uh, shit. that brings bad publicity with with you. And so like, that could potentially hurt your career. Like, If he were maybe a lower tier athlete, that could have meant someone dropped him. Potential. I mean, oh it, yeah, for sure. I mean, it Maybe. happened to James Gunn, but James Gunn was yeah. an adult hey, at the time. Hey, another player also got in trouble. Let's change the color because blue is is bad. It's too dark. No, it's just bad luck. 
bad blood? Bla- bad luck. Oh, bad luck. There we go. Okay. Uh, another player got in trouble for the Ravens. Who was it? Uh, I forgot his first name. Tweets. Here we go. Uh, Patrick Rickard. <clears throat> Racist, homophobic tweets. From years ago. Like, how long ago? Um, You'll have to see. <laughs> hey, dude, they were, they're pretty bad. <laughs> they're worse than calamers. Okay. If, I mean, if you're like an adult, like if you're injured, you're like... I mean, out. this is when he was in college, I think. Uh, All right, let's see. Let's... All right, so I would give, I would rate the how bad it is for Kyler Murray or how bad the tweets were for Kyler Murray. I would give it a one out of ten. I mean, he said queer, like. I mean, uh, that's a term that the queer community is accepting. It's LGBTQ. Yeah, so that's that's not a derogatory term anymore. I mean, there's a way to use a non-derogatory word in a derogatory manner. Nope. Yes, there is. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, white man. (laughs) You identify as white, though, Keith? No. Do you check the box? I white? identify as milk. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> Glue. Yeah. Oh god. Oh, man, where are they? White man. White. That's the new white. like. We can do anything with the right white man. There is white, and then there is white. That's like the white. What's white plus? <laughs> white plus. <laughs> and That's right. Queef is white. White. That's right. Am I white plus? Is that? White ooh, plus plus. Ooh, <laughs> you don't even want to know what that term is. Uh, come on. I'm trying to find Where the these pic- tweets at? I'm trying to find the pictures, man. You're not going to find it in the Reddit comments. Bro, no. you in the Reddit comments. What hey, the fuck are you at? be like, hey, anybody got a picture, bro? Ravens call tweets unacceptable. Oh, here we go. Okay. My phone. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. My phone spins like a nigger at a disco. Damn. This is what he said because I read him. Dot. Me, he was like quoting himself. I'm trying to find him in the actual because somebody had a photo of him all, and <laughs> he quoted himself he saying quoted. some racist shit. Yes, what a <laughs> fucking retard! Well, let me Here do we oh. go. Here we go. Oh, thanks. God, I'm what the fuck, man? That's what I say to that. <laughs> you dummy. It's, you blew it, you dummy. Cod, such a faggot. I told you, what's up? Hashtag faggot. I don't even want to see that faggot wearing a Patriots uniform. If your Twitter picture is yourself flexing a mirror, chances are you're a faggot. Here Guys, wrong, that's the wrong you are, by the way. Yeah. Just so everyone oh, knows. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, kids are being such faggots today. Well, these kids were faggots. Stop being a sarcastic faggot. Jealousy of how at becomes always rides shoddy. And Nate G17 is a faggot. I feel like they just put in like control F faggot and then just all these tweets came up. Yeah. This is faggot. his word of choice. Faggot. Yeah. It's his word of choice. And yeah, and the other one he says, like, uh, my phone spins like a nigger at a disco. And then <laughs> it just says, me. <laughs> this, I, I, this I mean, is, if he's in this college. Is good. Yeah, if he was in college, I mean, I feel like. That probably means some of that sentiment probably carries over. I mean, if I don't know. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Nope. Oh, wait, view. See? 
phone my phone spins like a nigger at a disco dash me <laughs> this was from 2011 yeah 2011 so he's, he's in the nfl he was in the nfl at the time yeah i mean he's still young in 2011 he was in no. the nfl hell no he's in probably high school okay that's what I, yeah he just said yeah he's probably 18 17 okay. or something. So he was I like mean, a senior in high school. Yeah, let's see how old he is now. Honestly, at this point, I just assume that all white people probably use the word. He is 24. So, yeah, at some he, was, point. he was 17. He's still in high school. Oh, I mean, that picture of him, uh, I mean, I'm not surprised. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm judging the book by its cover. Okay. And he looks and saying like, that Twitter feed is not surprising. <laughs> but he was 17. So. He gets a pass too. He gets a pass. He gets we a have to be pass. able to be objective across the board with our judgment here. Oh yeah, where's the gavel? That, that where's means the gavel? That absolutely, he uh, right here is always going to be racist. All rise for the judge. Innocent. That's one way to use uh. a, a Nintendo <laughs> Pro Control. Innocent. That's yeah. the, that's the ruling. Okay. If he was young, he was seventeen. You know, he he could have matured by then. I, he was. Um, I was nineteen ninety four. He was probably sixteen or fifteen, whatever. Yeah. He's. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he was young. So, I personally, yes, it was bad. But I mean, he was a kid. And what is he alignment? <clears throat> yeah, he's a rookie. A he fuck. plays post. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I just think people are trying to do too much, man. They're, I think crucifying people for stuff that they said in the past is, is just ridiculous anyway. So dumb. If they haven't proven themselves to be that way, there's not really any reason to try to, you know, make a big deal there's, out of it. There's no reason to try it out. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess, is he getting any kind of repercussions from it outside of the social he, he justice benched. warriors? He got benched for it? Yeah. Damn. I they mean, was unacceptable he... benched him. For how long? A game. Oh, man. And, and by bench means he just didn't start. He played. Oh, okay. He just, they just benched him. They just benched him for like a, a half or something? Yeah, like apparently he said he's a good guy. He invites his teammates out, pays for dinner and stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People can, you can evolve as a person, right? Yeah. You can realize the error of your ways and then just be like, damn, I'm, you know, I'm dumb for that. I was dumb for that. I'm, I'm so embarrassed. Stupid. Like a lot of the things I see on my own Facebook, right? Like I'd go into the, um, like the memories, like the, the history, like what on mm. this day, what you said like four years ago. Yeah. And I'm, a lot of the time I'm just in there erasing, just like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. So you just delete your posts? Well, it's. You dirty hooker. You're, it's, you're it's, covering up the past. No, it's not, it's not anything like it's racist or homophobic uh-huh, or anything. Uh-huh. Now we'll never know because you deleted it's just, it. Like, it's embarrassing. Like, why did I say this? Why was I saying that I have a freckle on my wiener? <laughs> Some <laughs> dumb shit like that. <laughs> um, but it's. I mean, uh, like, even the stuff that I was saying was not bad. It's just embarrassing. So, I mean, I can understand. Like, even when I was in high school, like, I would say, uh, nigga, with, a, with an H at the end, right? It's like our opening, huh? It's just like our opening. I would say it, right? I wouldn't, it was never came out of my mouth in a, you know, derogatory or a, you know, malicious way. It was just kind of the way that me and my friends talked to each other, 
Yeah. And then, but when you <laughs> take the context out of it, you know, with speaking with friends and just put it on Facebook, What's it's not, it's not a good look. Let's go back to like uh, <laughs> Call of Duty days, like Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2 days. Mm-hmm. No, even then, like I wasn't someone who would just be like, "Shut up, N word, you freaking N word!" Like those are the I people never you got to watch. I never did any of that out. kind of stuff either. But no. or shut up, you F word, you <laughs> F word. No, that it never came out like that. I was never someone who was like called you the worst name that I could that I could think of to be insulting because I was so mad. But a lot of people did. Oh yeah, oh yeah. If you were if you were online back then, like Keith was saying, you were. You, you heard were, that every was, single game. It was flying for sure. People's handles kill n words one two three. Uh, they had a lot of stuff in place to block that kind of stuff. But that's I, I mean, never really saw like racist or homophobic names or anything. But oh, I did. You hear time. stuff all the time. But yeah, I mean, trying to judge someone based solely off of past actions, especially like some tweets or Facebook posts or something like that, it's just kind of ridiculous. Yeah, doesn't it is doesn't give you any like actual evidence of who they are now. And, and anyone who brings it up, it they're always anonymous. Yeah, because right? if if I look into your past, what am I going to find? Yeah, I'll probably find some shit too. So, so yeah, that's dumb. They were kids. Leave, Leave them alone. alone. I mean, I think at, at worst it should be like, if it comes up, just be like, hey, yeah, sorry, I said some dumb stuff when I was a kid. It doesn't really need any kind of like actual punishment. Okay. Yeah. So we can move on. I'm not doing America's Wild this week because I used it all up yesterday <laughs> in our uh, recording loss. But I did come up with a new segment because I'm just a creative genius like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. I have a few clips here that I want to present to Frank and or maybe Keith uh-huh. to see if I can trigger them, right? <laughs> Get them triggered uh-huh. and then just the reactions to it. So the first one that I'm going to play here is called Why Office Air Conditioning is Sexist. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Here it goes, guys. You ready? There it was. There I was thinking it was just me that had a problem, but it turns out it's the air conditioning that's sexist. I know. Um, so many women in our office have the exact same problem. You know, we just sit there absolutely freezing at our desks trying to type. Um, you can probably tell I've got a cold right now, which I blame all on the AC. Um, and so it's just so actually quite nice to see this research. Um, it's just such a relief to know that there's actually proof that this is happening that women you know so i'll pause it here there's there's like the bottom third uh-huh. it's like a news panel mm-hmm. it says sexist air conditioning researchers claim stanford office temperature of 22 celsius is too low for most women okay okay so that's what she's talking about she's like oh finally um you know my thoughts. What uh, is uh, 22 degrees Celsius? Um, Let me pull this up. I probably like. We're, we're freaking stupid Americans, so I would say I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a Fahrenheit guess and say that's Celsius. 65. Nah, maybe, maybe. I'm gonna say 65. 71.6. 
That's too cold. So you're basically saying 72 degrees is too low. Okay, here we go. The air sexist, bro. Do you feel the cold more than men? And that the AC in offices is normally regulated more for a male's temperature than a woman's. And it's an explanation for these constant battles you'll see in offices right across the country uh, between the sexes for control of that office thermostat. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, one of the biggest problems is that often in offices, it is men who control temperatures. You know, that's just something I've found anecdotally. Um, and because majority of the men in offices seem to be absolutely fine with the temperatures, you know, women kind of just sit there on the corner feeling absolutely frozen. And, you know, often, like, actually nothing's being done to help them. And, you know, it might sound like a bit of a silly, lighthearted issue, but actually it's really uncomfortable being freezing at your desk every day. Um, take it from me. No, I, I, I know I experience the same because... What I've often found is you go in on a really hot summer's day, you're wearing summer clothes, you go into an office and it's absolutely freezing. Uh, I think even for some men it must be too cold. I don't understand why air conditioning is often so cold. So what you have to do is then take a jumper in with you and put that jumper on in order to be able to function. Yeah, honestly, I, mean, I think so many women listening now... Wow, what an easy solution thinking, yes, to this problem. Exactly <laughs> my reality. You know, we joke at work that we actually can't dress fashionably anymore for summer because you actually just can't go in in sandals. You can't go in in a summer dress because you're going to have to put on the jumper or the emergency cardigan. Um, emergency so, yeah, cardigan? It, it is quite frustrating, especially when you then go out on your lunch break or your commute home and you're absolutely boiling outside. And I think there was a bit of a problem when it's warmer outside than it is inside your office. So what's the solution what? then? Because we can't have men overheating in the offices, can we? No, I think we there just was a need smirk a bit on her face when she said you that. Know, I think it is just essentially common sense. So, if you know an office is noticing that a number of women are complaining about the cold, they need to be more flexible. You know, they need to actually kind of lower it and not just say that all oh, the men are fine. You know, now there is actually proof that this is this is actually an issue. I think they need to kind of take women's considerations <clears throat> into account. And you know I what? think that's Maybe just called being a, a generally decent person. No, bro, it's called being sexist. They need to be the right temperature. I think we've heard enough. Wow. That was that's probably the stupidest. I'm pretty sure I have ear cancer now. <laughs> <laughs> so How do you dumb. feel about that? How do you feel about that's stupid? the air conditioning being racist. That's dumb. Or racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, air conditioning too cold for anybody of color. The, the AC is just like hurling racial slurs at people. So the issue was, I think just her problem was she was speaking in extremes on both sides. She says, um, absolutely freezing, right? At 72 degrees. At 72 degrees. And then she said, when we walk outside, it's absolutely boiling. Which, I mean, yeah, summer days get get really hot. Sure. I mean, where are you in the country? I don't know, but from what I hear, England England gets pretty dang hot. We live in some boiling shit. Yeah, but the way I look at it, and I think this could probably be backed up by some evidence somewhere... Like science, it's it's easier to make sure that a place stays cool because as soon as more people show up, the temperature is going to get warmer in the building because your body heat will rise. the The overall temperature will raise the overall temperature. So I don't like keeping it at somewhere in the low seventies seems completely reasonable for just like the average person. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it would be that's something that varies widely person to person. 
it would be way better to do that than have oh, let's just do standard 80 degrees yeah in the office no. god no have everyone sweating their asses off hell no fuck that it's all right what's the compromise 75 degrees yeah, i mean if you raise it a few degrees i feel like yeah, or that's not gonna, that's not gonna know, be that big of an issue if one it's way or just the other. a standard 71 degrees i'm sure there are guys that are cold too oh yeah just either you know we can just be like all right bring just you know the office is cold <clears throat> you know that one of the complaints was we can't wear you know we can't be fashionable in the summer so yeah i don't i don't know that's something that's very very person to person and trying to make it into a sexist issue that didn't trigger frank frank, frank is distracted over here so it wasn't it was i think that was too dumb to trigger me <laughs> It, it was, was like, too dumb. Yeah, like even the lady who was interviewing them was like, "This is dumb." No, she she was on her side. Yeah, sure, she was. So I have another one here. It's only about two minutes or so. All right. It's called Thirty Six Questions Women Have for Men." Okay. okay. Does it feel to be the same sex as Donald Trump? <laughs> is this Buzzfeed? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Why do you hate rom-coms? Or do you just feel like you need to hate them? Everybody likes The Notebook. Everybody likes Beyond. I don't no, know about that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> what about you, Frank? Are you in, are you even in this podcast? I am. Why? Turn off the damn TV. <laughs> no. Make Did you hear what she said? What'd she say? Yeah, something about rom-coms. Oh, my <laughs> That was God. the first thing. This, this section is about you. It is? Dang. Don't yell. Are right, you ready? Yeah. It's just a fact. Why do you make women sit around and talk about men in movies when y'all easily just sit around and talk about boobs for hours? Why do you automatically assume that you won't like TV or movies that star a female lead? Why are you surprised? Do you do you think that? No. I like Jessica Jones. What about you? Yeah, it's like it depends on the actual content of the story. It's or like if the character's good. Like arguably, I could you could say that like um, uh, the haunting of Hill House is a primarily women. Like most of the main characters are women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would say that that's probably my favorite TV show out there right now. I mean, Game of Thrones, Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, she's my favorite character. Okay. She's great. Guys, like, when women are funny, I'm probably funnier than you. <laughs> Is she probably funnier than you? No, she's not. <laughs> and it's not because she's a woman. We're obsessed with you when we hook up. Nine times out of ten, I just want you to leave too. I'm busy. I got shit to do. Why can't I sleep with as many people as I want to without being judged? When Why can't she do that? Why can't she what? Sleep with as many people as she wants to without being judged. I mean, she can. I mean, I think, I think plenty of people judge men who do the same thing too. Man whore. I they mean, it. it's probably to less of a Why degree. Why do you consider a woman a tease if she doesn't sleep with you after three dates, but a slut if she sleeps with you on the first date? In what world does no mean yes? No means no. Why do you say that women are too emotional to be leaders, then justify catcalling by saying <clears throat> men just can't control themselves? Why do you think that just because you're nice to me, I owe you my body? Why would you ever send an unsolicited dick pic? That one I don't agree with. 
What sending unsolicited dick pics? I should be able to pics. send solicited dick pics at all days, at all times. You just want to? Uh, uh, I think these are women here. <laughs> hey, I'm you don't know me. I know you. I saw you at the grocery store. Found you on Facebook. Here's my dick. Here's my dick. No, I mean, yes. I, I feel like most of these are just over generalizations. Like, if they really think that all men do this, then they're dumb. They're dumb. This is, but this if is this is just like a thinks. a general like, these are the things that we don't like that some men do mm-hmm. then i could say okay yeah you're bringing attention to things that you dislike about certain men but definitely don't attribute that to every single man out in the world because it's not true yeah every man is not out to get you okay unless you looking like a snack then maybe they are out <laughs> to get maybe you. they might go yeah, <laughs> i mean why do you feel like it's okay to harass women or make offensive comments about women but when somebody does it to your sister it's not okay how does it who are they talking to here Men, they're yeah, talking to men. men. All men, all men. What it seems like, yeah. So we, they're they're saying all men, yeah, are okay men. with talking derogatory towards women. Yes. Okay, man. Okay. I feel to interrupt me when I'm in the middle of making a point during a meeting. Why do you? Ha- That's just an asshole. You have to sit with your legs so wide open. Oh god. Uh oh. Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, I get that you have balls. Covered that yesterday. I don't stand around with my arms wide open to make room for my boobs. Oh my what? god! Okay. You're not even the same That's thing. Nothing. Trigger. <laughs> That's <laughs> my arms wide open. We're gonna watch that video again for the KCC. <laughs> that, that doesn't. That doesn't change any. Now you don't. Okay, so I want you to stand with your shoulders squeezed together <laughs> as close as possible. Yeah, so you take up as little space as possible. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Because you're a woman, Randy apparently. Gregory, you son of a bitch. Is what we think. Jesus Christ. All right, here we go. He's got another penalty. Why are women perceived? It's as not over. Sex, nope. Even though we literally birth you, like watermelons through like this. Why is it so bad to show your emotions? It means you're human. Why are you always trying to prove your masculinity to me? Why the fuck isn't it ladylike to cuss? When did words get gendered? Why is it your first instinct to doubt women who have been sexually violated or raped? Why do you assume a woman's angry because she's on her period? Why do you think women that wear makeup are false advertising? We can say the same thing about your dick size. Why isn't it? What? Whoa. Triggered. Keith is triggered. I just, that's like, what is she even implying there? Like, I don't know. People, yeah, men walk around with like zucchinis in their pants. <laughs> hey, baby. Zucchini, some, uh, you like this outline you see? You like it? Just whip it out. No, oh, I can't. <laughs> um, I got to go to the bathroom You'll first. have to wait until later tonight when it's completely dark in my room. <laughs> Mine's weird. It, it starts big and then it gets it goes small. Yeah, when I get erections, my penis gets smaller. <laughs> Jesus. Isn't it weird that there's a bunch of old white men sitting in a room making legislation about what <laughs> I can and can't do with my body? Do you have a coochie? Why are straight guys... Do I have a coochie? I don't know. Do I have a coochie? <laughs> what was that? What was that question? I mean, there's legitimate criticism there that, you know, men try to make the laws regarding women's nah, bodies. Yeah, I don't care about that one. The one where she said, do you have a coochie? I think that was directed you at have the a men making you the should, laws. Hey, you, you need to clip that. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a coochie hold on let me go back don't clip it right now no i'm not gonna clip it do you have a coochie why are straight guys so obsessed with lesbians how does it feel to get hold up straight guy why are we so obsessed with lesbians 
because it's hot. It's like it's, it's taboo. It's like cake. It's like cake and ice cream. Ice cream cake. I love both of those things joined together. I mean, I don't know. It's that women are way more attractive, and seeing two women compared to a woman and a man is a lot sexier. Yeah, the 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 female body is way more attractive than the male body. Whoa, and bro! This is us speaking as straight, yeah, men. straight men. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's, bro, you're about to trigger somebody out there. <laughs> yeah, dog. keep playing those games. You're about I mean, to trigger okay. somebody. I'll out let like, you know my bias. I am a straight male. There is like legitimate criticism in some of the stuff that they're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the whole, you know, old men making legislation regarding women's bodies. That's dumb. Yeah, legislation should be informed by actual facts and people who it will impact. But yes. And that goes across the board. That's not just, you know, pointed at women. That is that's a part of it. But yes, you know, there's, there's a lot of decisions. Issues. If if you were to replace the panels with all females, <laughs> and they were making legislation about male health and yeah things, that wouldn't be right. If they either. made it illegal for us to have our legs any further apart than yes. knees touching. That would not be right either. Yeah. So yes. So like yeah, there's there's definitely legitimate criticism mixed in with a bunch of just. You're overgeneralizing and making dumb points. Do you ever get points. tired of trying to be manly all the time? No. And then... <laughs> Why are you so afraid of gender equality? Why do I deserve to be paid? I'm so scared of gender equality. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are we <laughs> listening to, <laughs> dude? Trigger! Wee, wee, wee! Are you afraid of gender equality? <laughs> I don't even understand. <laughs> I see you. Like what? Like what? I don't get it. In what world does seventy-seven? They don't get paid less than us. What world does so? That number's been disproven. Go ahead and pause it. Okay. There's a whole explained episode about that, Uh and it's generally called the mom tax. Uh And what it is is that because women are the ones who have babies, Uh and the way that that number even got brought up at any point was because a man will generally continue to work, at least in the way that the society works as it is. like set up up to this point it's just the world we live in right now men will continue to work whereas women will generally take some extra time off to take care of children understandable and Mm -hmm. then they will have you know maybe it's like two to three years of not working and not getting advancements whereas the man would have continued to get advancements in their workplace so when they do come back to work they're making a lower salary because they're in a lower level position Mm-hmm. Not because they got hired at the same rate as somebody else and didn't get paid, or at a different rate as somebody yeah, like, else. That's I think they said that there's usually like no more than maybe like a two to three cent variation, like for equally qualified people coming in, men versus women. Like there's usually very little actual variation there. It just comes down to like if a man is the one who ends up taking the break to take care of the child while a woman goes back to work after having the baby then the man will be the one that's behind at that point so it's more of a parental tax than any kind of gender inequality in pay not to say that it doesn't exist because i'm sure that there's people out there who have purposely I mean, offered women less money if you're working for like um made <clears throat> some kind of major I mean, and their logic's flawed dude because if it was true that women got paid less like on the dot then all businesses would only employ women women. oh because we have to pay them less so stupid flawed logic Uh, i'd hate uneducated people (laughs) okay here we go how is that how long is this video it's about dan who makes more money than you that's awesome 
more money. Why are opinionated women seen as bitches? When opinionated bitches. men are seen as bosses. Why aren't you speaking up when you hear your male friends behind closed doors make jokes that are offensive to women? Why are you so... How are they... How are you gauging that? If it's behind closed doors. I think they're saying that why aren't there men who just stand up for women? Okay. Well, like, if there's any kind of level of sexuality. I mean, like, I think we've talked about this a lot before. Like, jokes mm -hmm. don't necessarily equate to, like, this is the way that I think. But, I mean, jokes can oftentimes be offensive. Yeah. Doesn't mean that I dislike someone because I make an offensive joke. It's just, yeah. you know, it's funny. Even if it is messed up, but, like... Everyone has different tastes in comedy, and it may not be something that is politically correct or unoffensive. But you can know. make a Nazi joke and not be a Nazi. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, thou shalt. There's just I don't know, a lot of what they're bringing up too is like the toxic mas masculinity stuff. Like, yeah, we'll go into men that. are just as oppressed by that whole system of. Mm -hmm. You know, there's certain perceptions of a man that men feel like they need to uh, match up to. And where are we at on time? We are at 44 minutes. Okay. And 50 seconds. I still have time for this other segment here. Anything you want to add on to that, to the triggered section? Uh, it's just, I don't know. They, If you're going to come forward with something, you have to have like good evidence. I have another video that I thought and would trigger you. And they're just going off a of hearsay. I mean, it's it's the logic that yeah. that sounds good, but really when you think it through, it's like, no, it doesn't make a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay, here's another one that maybe will trigger Frank. Hi, my name's Kath Reed. I'm a fat activist in Brisbane. I blog at Fat Heffalump, um, where I've been <laughs> blogging for about five years. And it's my fat goal Heffalump. to change the way people think about fatness. I always thought I was fat. One of my earliest memories, I was called fat. I've always been called fat. And I believe that the worst thing a person could possibly be was fat. Through my teens and 20s and early 30s, I just battled it in every single way I could. You name the diet, I was on it. Um, you name the uh, weight loss plan, I was on it. I believe that I couldn't do anything in life was good until I was thin. I couldn't have any form of success, couldn't have a good job, couldn't have um, a, a loving relationship, couldn't be happy in any way. So I didn't try. Do we need to hear any more? No. Does she get thin? <laughs> no, she doesn't get thin. Fact activists. What do you feel about that, Frank? How do you feel about someone who is actively out there saying fat people are not someone you should make fun of oh i mean or um it's just leave me alone to, to say calling them out is bad yeah i understand or maybe even saying bad isn't bad that no, is no, no, good. No, 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 no fat is not good i understand not making fun of them and stuff that's just mm -hmm. being an asshole mm -hmm. you know like people that make fun of like fat people at the gym yeah they're, yeah, they're working nice. on it yeah they're working on it that's me <laughs> I'm not at the gym, but when I was at the gym and fat, yeah, there you go. I was working. You're on working it. on it, right? Yeah. What about people who say that skinny people 
are like the problem and fat people are not the problem uh that's just dumb that's just dumb that's dumb like <clears throat> there there's objectively healthy and unhealthy behavior mm-hmm. <clears throat> like we know what it takes to keep the human body healthy by and large like it, it varies person to person but there's general <clears throat> rules that people can follow and yeah if if i'm fat which i mean right now i am it's yeah it's it's a Potential health risk, and over time what's, it will definitely be What's your be weight right now, Keith? You pushing 300? No, I'm at 233. 350? <laughs> yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> 350. Yeah. I mean, I I get the part where like, oh, don't make fun, but there's no point where we should accept being fat as okay. What about yeah. someone who's like on the cover of uh, uh, GQ, or not GQ, but like some magazine and they're yeah. like obese, and they're overweight. obese, Why? and it's like no. fat is the new sexy. No, it's not. It's <laughs> not. I mean, you don't agree with that. So no. saying that because someone is not. attractive because they're fat, like, sure, you can be attracted to someone who's fat, and that can be, you know, your taste and mm-hmm. your partner. But to say that it's healthy, or to say that it's perfectly acceptable just because, like, and oh, people can optimal. be fat. Yeah, like. Yeah, you can be fat, but realize you're unhealthy, and you're running the risk of dying young because of it. Mm-hmm. That's really so you, all there is to it. So you, so you don't agree that fat is beautiful, and that, or I guess in the I'm not saying that you can't objective that. way saying that if you're going to have a beauty magazine, having a fat person on the the cover, that's is not a problem. Unacceptable. No, that's not a problem. It's not, not a problem for you. No, because if that's what someone finds attractive, you know, whatever, that's who they find attractive. Like the But this beauty... is like this is on the cover of a magazine. Yeah, this but the, like... the beauty standards of society have shifted mm-hmm. dramatically from generation to generation. You used to love those voluptuous women because it looked like you were getting fed good. Yeah. Back like, in the day, you wanted them plump. Go ones. back a few hundred years, big women were all the rage because that meant but that they were good. the big women from back there are not the same. Oh, no, no, it's not like, not. here's this 700-pounder. <laughs> yeah. She's good to go. Yeah. No, that's not how it was. No. But still, like, I don't know. There's a fine line there of, like, accepting it as, like, you can still be attractive and be fat, but you still have to recognize that being fat means there's health issues that go along with it. Mm-hmm. So then if you sit there and us as a society accept that everyone is beautiful, right? Uh-huh. And whether you're <laughs> skinny as a stick or anywhere in between all the way till 700 pounds, if everyone is beautiful. 700 pounds is the cutoff. Then. I mean, you can't reject anybody ever. Then like, what does that mean? Like if you're 700 pounds and you're like. I'm beautiful. I'm the beautiful the way I am, which is totally fine to think like that, mm-hmm. right? But if society thinks that way, then is that just like one less thing that this person has to maybe turn their life around? I I feel like that's someone who's getting caught up on what other people think instead of just yeah. focusing on doing what they want to do. Like her whole thing of I felt like I couldn't do anything because I wasn't skinny. Mm-hmm. Like okay, that's your problem to deal with, not mm-hmm. society's. If you think that you aren't good enough solely because of your weight, then that means that you have a problem. Mm-hmm. That, and the only person who can deal with a weight issue is you. Yeah, I can't say 
if even if I changed my mind and said, or if I decided that the facts for myself were that fat was healthy, mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, I don't care that you're fat. Mm-hmm. If you still get hung up on it, like that doesn't, I can't do anything to help you. So I can't lose that's weight. A, should, that's a personal problem. Should we be able to fat shame people? That was actually something I had on a KCC topic idea. Oh yeah, but um, we can talk it now. I'll talk about it now. So it was um, I don't know. I haven't done any research on it, but I did watch some episode of this uh, like Australian doctor show uh-huh. that's on Netflix, and I mean, they make the case that it's not anything that like there are some people who just hold weight more than other people. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, fat shaming, probably not the best thing to do mm-hmm. just because some people, even if they work really hard, they may not lose the weight, but I don't know. That's a hard thing to say. I mean, it's really, it is really tough. Like there's no one, even with those shows, like the, um, like obese, loser and biggest stuff. loser, like being that big is <clears throat> more than just you being lazy. It's like it's a whole psychological thing that a lot of those people end up gaining all the way back. Plus some sometimes. Plus some. And then like you have to realize that this is something that you have to be able to. This is like a, a demon, like a monster inside yourself. Yeah. You pit that some people are constantly fighting every single day. Yeah. Some, some, some people just do not have are genetically prone to being put on weight. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things, like, they brought up in that show was that, like, as your body gets to a certain weight, like, mm -hmm. it kind of sets that as the standard, like, this is where I want to be, and if you try to lose weight, I'm going to make you want to eat more and make you hold on to your fat even more. It's you you fighting against your own body. Yeah. Against against Mother Nature. And that that happened to me, like, because whenever I first started working out with Frank over here. Got down to 170. Was controlling my calorie intake pretty pretty solid. I was like 1,200 calories a day. We'd work out like three days a week usually. And so I, I lost. I went from like 225 down to 170 in probably like eight or so months. And I was like, all right, I'm good. I'm gonna stay here. Mm-hmm. And then over the next, it's been like I guess three or four years. Got up to 245, like maybe 250 something. Now I'm trying to lose back down, not to 170 because that that was too small. But yeah, oh, I don't know. Big boy, it's a it's a hard balance. And apparently, if you were overweight as a child, it also makes it di- more difficult mm-hmm. as you get older, because your body just kind of has that standard of I need to be overweight. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it is. It's a tough. It's a battle that I don't feel like most of Americans are fighting, and it's. You know, how many battles can you win? You have to win every day. Yeah. And that was like the, on that show, that episode that I watched, there was like they followed this woman who was on one of those weight loss shows. Mm-hmm. And she um, she had actually kept, she lost, I think it was 50 kilos, which is. Oh, my like, God. Like yeah. 2.25 yeah. or something like that. God. Yeah, it was it was a lot. So And she ended up keeping it off. It's like 100 and almost 30 pounds or 130 pounds. Yeah, it's it's a good amount of weight for sure. And she, um, she kept it off like for it's been like I think it had been five years since she was on the show, mm-hmm. and she had kept it off up to that point, and it was 
like she had to do like twice the amount of work she had to eat like half the calories uh, and do 10 pounds 110 pounds twice the amount of workouts that a normal person of her weight would have to do to keep at the same weight like she's not really losing weight anymore it's insane yep. it is it, it is tough it is a tough battle so it's it's a person to person it's a some people can gain and lose weight no problem christian bell that and, man and, is a monster and a lot of it like even like, I feel like you just need to erase all social media from your from your life, because if you go on to Instagram, you'll all that you see literally are girls with fat old juicy girls, booties. Wait, hold on, <laughs> girls with fat juicy booties. A lot of them are fake, yeah. which is already not fair. Or either that, or those girls work out every. That's like yes. what they do. They that's, work out. That's every, your job. That is their job to work out every single day yeah. on specific exercises. It's like that, comparing mm-hmm. like us to like Chris Hemsworth. Like Chris Hemsworth gets paid to get in Thor shape. Yeah, he has a he has a he has cook, a personal trainer. A he has chef. someone cooking all his yeah. meals. He's just doing what he gets told and he's getting paid to do it. Mm-hmm. And you then, can't do that. And then and if if depending on the celebrity or how big you are, a lot of those photos are photoshopped. Yeah, to some degree. So you're already presenting a fake <clears throat> picture, a fake person with a fake ass, fake titties, and then your job is to get fit, and you're, you know, you might be doing things un- unhealthy, right? Might be starving yourself or taking those laxative teas, you know, to shit your brains out every single day. <laughs> and then and then now you're comparing yourself to that. It's like you might as well be comparing yourself to a robot. It's like this thing is not real. Whatever this is is not a real image. Yeah. It's not a real person. And then you know the same thing for men on the other side. You the see superhero these, body. You see the dudes with the fucking the barrel ripped. chests that are all the way out here, and then just ripped to the just zero fat. But you have to realize that, that these people who are taking these photos, when they take them, they're at the peak, right? You can't hold that peak for very long. Like you're maybe a day. Yeah. And then they're like they they cut all the way down. They cut all their you know carbs and they start to dehydrate their bodies so that their muscles pop out more. And then you know these people are like on the brink of death, essentially, <laughs> right? If, if yeah. they if they keep going in the way that they are, I would say maybe in like five days they'd be dead. That's why they're peak. They're the peak. So we got to do this peak, quick. The epitome. We got to do this quick because yeah. I can't maintain this for much longer. Yeah, yeah. it's weeks. Of grinding, weeks of, of grinding, of meal planning. Grinding. It, so it, it's it's, it's all bullshit. Work. It's all bullshit. Don't fucking pay attention to it. I mean, it is something. If you if you look at it like motivation, where it's like, you know what? Maybe I can get somewhere near there. Yeah. Right. Or maybe I can attempt to try to do something like that. But you just have to be realistic with your own self and your own body and realize what your limits are. Yeah. And. You know, just set like what? What did I look like at my best? It, just anywhere in your life, yeah. And then just you can work from there, right? It's like when I was, you know, in high school and an athlete, right? I I know that that was probably my physical peak, right? And or at least in my life right now, like I have a long life ahead of me. I hope at least, <laughs> and. You know, a lot of people do see a lot of their gains and fitness gains later on in their life. So you're like, oh, I'm 30 something and I'm in the best shape that I've ever been in my whole life. Now you can always look forward to that. Even you, Keith, 
You have a long life ahead of you. You no can way. in ten years you could be fucking no jacked. Way. He said no way. I said yeah, well, jacked out of your mind. You could be. In I mean, the, if I put in the work, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's always you should always be thinking like that. What what is your? I mean, in your head, like how? What's your peak looking like? And it shouldn't be you know fucking Thor twelve pack yeah. <laughs> with a fucking big ass chest. I think the main thing is like people get it in their head that they have this specific look, and that's what they have to attain to be considered beautiful. So just don't. I mean, Set that I feel expectation like, for yourself and realize that there is objectively healthy. Yeah. Like doctors can actually tell you, like, yes, you're healthy or no, you're unhealthy. And there's too skinny. There's too fat. And there's too muscular. Like if you were, if the people who were taking these photos, these like fucking abs of steel, you know, eight pack, they, they went to the doctor. They'd be like, hey, you need to like, you're. You need to drink some water, boy. You need to do something because you're about to pass out. Yeah. Um, but I think in just in general for life to make your life better, it would be better for you to be thin. Yeah. Thinner. Thinner. Yeah. I mean, like shoot for, you know, whatever your height to weight ratio, like your ideal height to weight ratio, mm-hmm. somewhere in that Don't range. Don't get it twisted. It It is good to be thin. I mean, yeah. Well, like Some for, people are just for, naturally thin. For but, my height, like the, my doctor said I should be. Like I think the BMI is like one sixty something. That's like where I was in high school. I'm like I'm not getting back to that. No, BMI is not accurate because it doesn't account for yeah, muscle, mass. muscle mass. But he was like, he was like, yeah, you should probably aim for somewhere around like one ninety. I was like, that seems like, reasonable for me. me. Like my ideal weight is like one forty. How much do you weigh right now? Like two ten. Yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> Are you seeing? Are you seeing the problem here? I couldn't see you. That <laughs> fifty pounds lighter, just yeah. yeah just, hey, you, just, you have to come in in a wheelchair because you have no strength left. Just it, because hey my guys want to play Smash. My body's really weird because I put on, I can put on muscle pretty quickly. Uh huh. Um, so it's hard to kind of gauge it, when I'm losing weight, when I'm not losing weight, when I work out because I'm putting on muscle, fat. and there's You're like a fat. fat and um so I mean, that's, it is that's a the weight. issue like don't don't focus so much on the weight focus on fat loss yeah fat's what what kills you so but there's uh, a healthy amount of fat you need some fat yes for sure so uh yeah i guess with this this particular topic we went off the rails how what are we looking at time we're at an hour and two okay then we can ro- jump into the kcc unless you want to talk about anything else frank uh nah talk about football I mean, this is, mine's so, it's probably going to be short because it's, I mean, I don't, I didn't think of something else to hurry up, little girl. Discuss. And that was kind of one of the topics I had for a future thing but, anyway. So uh-huh. toxic masculinity, you little girl. Toxic masculinity. I'll you, read want, this. you want to bring up the video? Yeah, yeah go, go ahead. ahead and bring it up. Okay. I'll read this definition out while you pull that up. So this is from ABC.net, which is the Australian broadcasting company. And they're defining toxic masculinity as the term toxic masculinity has become a catch-all to describe male feelings of entitlement, anger, and vulnerability, and the urge to dominate and intimidate through either overt or covert means. So Overt and covert <laughs> means. And this is the same thing that we talked about mm-hmm. yesterday, so it's probably going to go kind of fast. Where's that macaroni and cheese, Bramini? mean? <laughs> what? We're that macaroni and cheese. 
This uh, is this is Keith likes <laughs> Keith likes healthy women. This is what he likes. I like big. Uh, I hate it. Just stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Frank's, Frank's over oh. here getting uh, all upset about this football oh, game right now. Him. It was too. The the throw was not good. Okay. Um. So I guess the previous <sighs> conversation we had about this was that we have a consensus that this was something that was being lumped in with toxic masculinity. Yeah. Right. The what the man spreading? Yeah. So yeah, man spreading was like one of the first things we brought up, and then that just kind of went off from there. Yeah. Um, because I mean, like mansplaining, we said that that we could see that as being like a part of toxic masculinity because men will sometimes think that a woman doesn't understand something that they're talking about. Have so you ever witnessed someone mansplaining something to somebody? Uh, or have you ever done it yourself? I mean, I I feel like I probably have at some point mm-hmm. without maybe recognizing it. Um. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's something that's hard to just. You have to be- definitely be aware of what you're saying and make sure you're not just trying to explain things to someone just because you think that they don't understand it. Like maybe just ask. Mm-hmm. Like in general, if you're talking to a group of people, but I don't know. It sometimes that can be like just that's who you are as a person. Like I like to make sure that if I'm talking to someone, they understand what I'm trying to, you know, make my point with. So I may over explain or give, you know, extra background information that to some may be like me being condescending, but I'm not trying to be, I'm just trying to make sure that we're all on the same page with where my thought process is. So we can have the same understanding going forward, mm-hmm. but I can see how that could be construed as mansplaining, but go ahead and play that, uh, that manspreading video. Cause oof. My balls. I don't want my balls sticking to my legs. Strong start. Manspreading is when a man spreads his physical body to take up as much space as humanly possible. The people around you are relegated to a very small portion, but the key to manspreading is not noticing. We grow up on two different tracks. People who manspread just are socialized not to worry about it. I have so many vivid memories as a child of my mom telling me to close my legs. With gender, we're constantly working towards trying to get to this middle. This week of manspreading is definitely going to make me feel anxious as much as a super strong feminist so the video is women try man spreading for a week it's by buzzfeed video and uh, that should give you uh, an idea of the tone what is man spreading they uh, explain it in simpler terms than what they did it's not (laughs) nominating the word mansplain it well the way that she explained it at the beginning her name was tan it's the one with the shorter hair tan okay um she said that from her uh, perspective it's when a man tries to take up as much space as humanly possible man spreading so in general like the if you look up pictures of man spreading in mm-hmm. general it will just be guys sitting with their legs apart in a seat mm-hmm. or on a bench or something like that and sure there are plenty of there's plenty of pictures out there of men who are a little too wide taking up too much space mm-hmm. and those people would just be douchebags who are not paying attention to you know the people that are around them and who uh, the space that they're taking up that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a 
you know, grander issue than that. Is there any way that it could be some kind of a subliminal subconscious thing that you have in your in your blood, your conqueror's blood? Huh? I mean, maybe, but I think that's just like, we talked about this a lot yesterday mm-hmm. in the lost episode. Um, the comfortable, you know, width for a man to sit in a chair because we have penis and balls. They hang down. They're not just, you know, flush on our body mm-hmm. is roughly about Everyone shoulder in this room, width apart. Everyone in this room, big balls, <laughs> big shaft. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. Go on. That's exactly the point we were trying to make here. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Um, like shoulder width apart. That's pretty much what we universally mm-hmm. agreed on yesterday. That gives us enough space for some breathing room with the junk. And uh, it's balls. not uncomfortable. But Big if you try chance. to say that men need to sit with their like knees touching or really anywhere near that kind of range, you're you're crushing some stuff down there. That's, that's not bad times. That's bad times right there. It's just not comfortable. Mm-hmm. And to say that a woman has the same understanding of that, like that's the same thing as, I mean, what we were talking about earlier, like a woman making a rule for a man when they don't understand the genitalia going on down there. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what it's like to have a vagina or boobs. So I shouldn't be the end-all, be-all authority on what you can and can't do with those things. Mm-hmm. You can't say that just because the main reason that men say man spreading is, you know, that's just the way that we sit, is, oh, oh let's complain about my balls. Why should I care that the, your balls are uncomfortable? Like, Because it's uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. it's like you, you, okay, so you shouldn't have to worry about that. Then we shouldn't have to worry about anything for you. It's like, uh-huh. it's like. It's dumb. Uh-huh. What they're arguing is, is dumb. Like, hey, you need to worry about how much space you leave. I mean, which, which is true of anyone, really. Like, yeah, for it, sure. It's a legitimate thing for to sure. say. Like, if you're on a public bench or on a bus, make sure that you're not, you know, taking more room than is available. And whenever, like, I'm on a plane, like, I've had to sit in the middle seat on a plane. And plane seats, unless you're, like, in first class or something, there's not a lot of room. And I sit there uncomfortably with my legs kind of close together. Are you a victim of man spreading, bro? I mean, I've never, I don't say that, wouldn't say that I've had people <laughs> that are um, taking up too much space on a plane necessarily. It's, I've had, I've seen people, men and women do it on planes though. It's, that's not a gender specific thing. Woman spreading. But also like her point of the, I vividly remember being told, you know, to close my legs. If you're wearing pants, it's probably it's not an issue. If you're wearing a skirt, well, later on in this video, there's uh, one of them is wearing like a dress, and oh, yeah. she's she like her feet up on like an ottoman. Yeah, and she's like spreading her legs out. Spreading her legs out. It's like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can do that. I mean, you're gonna be, you might show someone, you know. More than what you want to do. A little bit of labia, okay? Just (laughs) depending on what's going on, all right? I mean, if that's what you want to do. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But just all good. Be aware of that, okay? And also be aware that that's called indecent exposure. (laughs) That uh, can be some tickets, at least. If we're wearing these little bitty shorts and we got a a little testicle coming out (laughs) and we're man spreading, yeah. Well, there's a whole episode of Friends about that, right? Be ready for the consequences. There's an episode of Friends where some guys at the coffee shop wearing short shorts and 
free balling. Free who <laughs> coming at both sides? I, I don't remember what if it was supposed to be both sides, but I do remember there was that episode of something mm-hmm. like that, and it's like, yeah, like if you're, I don't know, let's just be aware of your surroundings and recognize that you know pe- other people are there. You can't just take up as much space as you want, regardless of who you are. Being a man or a woman doesn't make that any different. But for men, we need a little bit more space for our junk to breathe. So I don't think that it's something that's toxic yeah. masculinity no, to have man spread. Yeah, and they like some of them. They're like over exaggerating. Like, oh yeah, because there's one here where <clears throat> she is, I guess, conflating where she's. Just taking up three spaces by laying across all the spaces. That's not manspreading. That's and just being, and then saying, being an asshole. This yeah. is manspreading. That's just being an asshole. Yeah. And I think it's fine to call someone out on like taking too much space like that, especially in a public space. Well, because here, I'll pull, up, I'll pull up the part here where she's like, I felt a little bad because... Hold on. There we go. I've not enjoyed this week at all. The very first day where a group of people came on, they were going to a game and they were all desperate for a seat and I was taking up three seats and they started talking about personal space. All their eyes were just on me and they were mostly women. If it was a group of dudes, I would have been like, yeah. I thought that man... (laughs) You would have been like... that's you being sexist. Yeah, bitch. Fuck you. I sit here, not you. That's that's her being sexist against Uh men. And saying that she only feels bad for women doing that. Like, that's just you being a douchebag. Like, yeah. manspreading would be, I have my legs apart. Mm-hmm. And I think the negative part of the manspreading would be if my legs are, you know, too far apart and it does bleed over into someone else's seat. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, we don't consider that any significant aspect of toxic masculinity. What it kind of boiled down to was... The idea that men can't show emotion in society. Mm-hmm. They have to be the stoic, strong person. And uh, like Mike brought up, like Hispanic culture generally has a lot of the, the machismo. So there's, you know, the men have to be this particularly strong and stoic and not really talk to, not really show any emotion ever. Dang, that helmet came off. Um. I mean, I guess you could look at it as, like, sports culture is a part of that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, men have to always seem strong. And even if they are they got a bone sticking out of their body, if they cry, they're they're a little wimp. They're a little bitch. Yeah, yeah, bro. So, like, I th- the main thing with toxic masculinity is that it affects men just as much as women think it affects society at large. Like, if men think that they have some kind of standard that they have to hold themselves to, then that's could potentially be an issue for everyone, not just women. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's Yeah, I mean, I guess when, when the term you throw toxic in front of them or in front of the phrase, um, you could see where I guess... Just maybe the suppression of emotion is what I feel like it all boils down to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because so, like, it, it seems like men don't really know how to. But I mean, put like, I don't. There. I don't feel like because we were repressed as children to not show emotion that that just means that everyone is an emotional human being. 
like, I don't know, like, um, may, is it, do you feel like it's maybe, it's almost can be biological that we just don't, <clears throat> I, I guess I mean, men. I don't know enough about like emotional mm-hmm. growth and individuals like to say like definitively, oh yeah, it would be something that uh is purely biological so as men develop the way that their uh hormones generally come into play will cause them to be less emotional than you know the standard uh, hormonal range of a woman i don't know enough about that mm-hmm. i'm not like an endocrinologist or anything i don't know you're not no sorry to say i don't have Damn. a, yeah, a bro. phd or MD why don't you have a phd bro um so yeah, it's it could all be societal. Mm-hmm. I'm none of us are sociologists either, so mm-hmm. it's like we don't have all these these answers. We're just kind of discussing our ideas of it, and um, this is just to go ahead and say it because I didn't say it at the beginning. This is entirely an opinion thing. Oh yeah. Um, Hopefully, you didn't come in here looking for facts. Yeah, for sure. Like we didn't really do any research for this. This is all just you know us finding this stuff is, and discussing this is our personal experiences. Top. Yeah. What the time? I mean, you. Whenever I think of just relations with gender and sexes, I always kind of try to simplify it down to the most simplest form, mm-hmm. right? Which is like going back to like the caveman days. Mm-hmm. It's like what the hunter gatherer, like hunter gatherer days, the beginning of society. I mean, because we we were just building off of that base. I mean, true. Yeah. If you want to erase that base, that's you can do that. I mean, that would be but advancement of society. Like eventually, yeah. we'll probably get to a point where we don't recognize any true differences between. Mm-hmm. But you can, men and women. you can. I mean, you can still kind of look at aspects of society now and look at hunter gatherer yeah. mentality. I mean, that's and, kind of the whole patriarchy thing. Is that's mm-hmm. what it's based off of? Like the men went out and did stuff. Mm-hmm. brought it back to the women who made sure that everything stayed functional in the, the main camp. I mean, everyone in, the, in a, that society is important, right? I mean, everyone in, society, in the society that we have today is important. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you wanted to look at, you know, the traditional family, nuclear family setup, which is, you know, a wife who stays at home mm-hmm. while the father goes out to work. That is hunter-gatherer shit. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly hunter-gatherer. Because mm-hmm. it's the man goes out and obtains the goods that allow the family to thrive at home, and the woman is taking care of the home and generally the children, while the man helps in some small capacity. I mean, that's like the fifties nuclear family idea. I mean, ideal. You have to remember that America is not the only society in the world. There are still societies on this planet that do hunter gatherer shit. Oh, for sure. Uh, I, in what? in our current evolved yeah. state, what what what's the group of people like? Uh, they're like they can be killed just by the flu. Oh, right. those the the centennials, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. It was like an island somewhere where um they they have no communication oh, no, no with human contact. Yeah, no human contact with anyone outside of that. And it's the same. Like it's you you can literally they're literally like you know thousands of years in the past. But they're in this current form that we have now. They're not like 
you know, I mean, we had our dolls or cavemen, <laughs> and it's we've had our current physical forms. Like as far as evolution goes, I think it's been like thirty thousand years. Yeah, and so these these people are still acting the same. Where it's the men are the hunters, and then um, probably the women are still the gatherers and doing things that are, you know preparing and you know the food and all that. Yes, yeah. which. I feel like that. I, also, I feel like, like that has to be like a testament to biology. I think it is. It's it is biological because mm-hmm. women have a wider color spectrum, and like their eyes can actually see more colors than any man can. Yeah, that's why men have a, a higher uh, rate of uh, being colorblind. Yeah, they're they can see colors that we can't. So they were better at picking berries. They were better at doing like that kind of farming stuff because women mostly did farming as well, in those hunter gatherer societies. Men, we've discussed this plenty of times before too, physically stronger. We have more muscle mass. We are better to go out there and be like, I'm gonna wrestle with this bear right now. I'm gonna bring home some food. I'm gonna I'm gonna go F up Bambi right quick. <laughs> yeah. So and plus like I mean back in like hunter gatherer days, like the way that some humans hunted was just I'm gonna chase this thing down until it dies of exhaustion. Yep, exactly. <laughs> like that's the way that humans did things. Mm-hmm. Some humans still do and that. Then you, so how can we connect that into? Um, I mean, you can look at the society. current the current society and suppressing emotion for men. Well, well I think that comes from masculinity, like the idea yeah. that because there's always been these you know hero stories. Like the very earliest one that we know of is uh, Beowulf. Mm-hmm. Go read Beowulf. You'll be like. This is a real man. That's like, yeah. Ex- <laughs> yeah. Uh, he went and fought yeah. a dragon. What? Uh, yeah. Beowulf was like the. He that's was an the asshole. oldest. That was the oldest story that we have, like mm-hmm. as a written story that's not like verbally passed down throughout history, and that was also verbally passed down. And we just so happened to find a copy that someone had written down. And I mean, if you read the whole thing, you will realize that Beowulf is flawed. Yeah. And oh yeah, for well, sure. All those old it, hero stories, like Greek yeah. mythology and stuff, like they, a lot of them are focused around men. But like Greek and Roman society had a lot of mm-hmm. influence from women as well. But a lot of the stuff from women was more focused around emotion. Because I mean, stories are oftentimes just generalizations of life or uh, the way that things happen and in a longer term scenario. And they're also, I mean, people <clears throat> now kind of speak about the spectrum of sexuality uh, and sexuality gender. and gender and then i mean people some people are you know further along one side of the spectrum than others yeah so if there is a spectrum then if you get to the ass end of the spectrum which is the guy end right yeah. <laughs> where it's like this is the most you know masculine dude and then there has to be like this person has to be somehow biologically you know Set to where he maybe he just doesn't feel the same emotions as the other side of the oh, yeah, of the I mean, spectrum because a part of that would probably be that mm-hmm. they don't really feel like pain the same way that mm-hmm. someone with different types of uh, I don't know the the way that their biochemistry is is made up like uh-huh. I know I have a, a really high pain tolerance so what yeah, me too. what hurts to someone else may be like oh, I don't I don't really but feel if, that I, but women are they are women feel more pain. So they feel more. They feel more pain, so that therefore they are better at dealing with pain because they feel more pain than we do. Mm. Um, I mean, if you just think about it biologically, like if we're out 
they're hunting, hunting and gather, or hunting and taking some cuts and scratches. Yeah, and then there has to be some like we just developed over time less. Well, I mean, that's just that's evolution, evolution in general because it's the people who the couldn't person, handle the pain. That's right. Died off because nobody wanted to be with that. Yeah, and that's also that's the formation of society. Like mm-hmm. those standards come out of biological necessities. We generally. made it. We made it as a, the people. We're here. Because our ancestors, our ancestors made it, yeah, and they did something right. So the the, I mean, biology and society are probably super closely related. Mm-hmm. They oh, evolve sure. with each other, and it's just at this point where we've evolved to a point where society has kind of advanced past what our biology. Yeah, we are no has. longer assuming our bio like we're we're no longer have the same roles that we've had. Yeah. So it's biologically like we, there's no need like, yeah, yeah, I don't have to yeah, go we, out there and kill or rip in half. a. Yeah. Like most men I mean, don't need to be that. There's no need, but there's still like you still see it. Oh, yeah. Like, it there's exists. still dudes that are fucking jacked out of their brains. Well, it exists because that's the way that we've evolved. The super, you know, the super athletes and stuff like that. It's. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it exists because that's the way that we evolved. It's like, bro, you live in a, you work in an office. You're not going to. Why get you, rid of that. Why are you super jacked, dog? <laughs> I need you to sign this report, please. <laughs> Do it now. Do it now. Yeah, so, yeah, imagine like Arnold Schwarzenegger working at an office. Mm-hmm. Just signing I feel like papers. We're, we're all animals just playing pretend. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I think that's what people forget is that ultimately society is something that we make of it. Like, we created it. It's just our idea of the ideal way to interact with each other. And a lot of that is influenced by biology, and that comes out of our necessities over our entire course of human evolution. It's all it's all something that has some kind of a science to back it, and I don't know. There's with time, eventually we'll get past yeah, where we're at change. right now. Yeah, with time things will change. So, um, whatever that, whatever we're talking about now will probably be outlawed or banned. <laughs> And I mean, I don't think that that should be the evolution of society. Be like Fahrenheit four fifty one, four fifty one, or whatever. Yeah. No, I don't want to get to a four Fahrenheit four fifty one kind of society. That's not good. But I think that toxic masculinity comes out of the evolution of males in general. Like they needed to be these strong people for the. Uh, I guess towns or villages, whatever they had set up. Mm-hmm. So they had to, they just kind of evolved time. over time where they, they, uh, it just kind of became the standard that that was what a man did. And then at just a certain point, we stopped questioning it. And now we're questioning it. Now we're questioning, why are you doing that? If so, you're questioning it, we're on the right path. Yeah. Like it'll, so, it'll change probably mm-hmm. within the next few generations. And, um, I mean, we can bring it up in our weekly man meetings. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, after... We, we, hey, guys, we need to lay off. I'm trying to do everything. <laughs> and uh, after, you know, the the weekly, you know, bash women session that we have, we'll talk about this. Yeah. Because that's how it works. So, yeah. It's... Uh, I don't think it's anything to really worry about outside of just if you're aware of it. Things will change with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. just give it time. Yeah, give, it, give time. it time. Give it time, and then just realize that we are we're relics. We're animals. 
We're relics. The time will, will pass us by and we may not be all the way caught up. Until we can just be floating brains out there in the world. <laughs> floating brains. We're nothing. Uh, I want to be right. a floating brain. <laughs> all right. So that pretty much wraps up the episode here. And before we go, I wanted to uh, just putting 10k on get some of these out of the way. I like big I think you already played that. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to hear that. That's gross. That's because he knows that butt was stuffed. I just want to get all these out of the way here. Listen to last week's episode. It was really good. Yeah, last week's episode was so funny. (laughs) So good. (laughs) It was good. If you don't Uh, love us as much as we love ourselves, we hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to hit us up on Twitter at KMinorities. That is at KMinorities. Send us an email at thekmmpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget that we have a Patreon that nobody has given to. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to be the first, you can be. All right? Uh, be the first. Yeah, you be the first. Help first. us help Keith. You can say that you were the first at something yeah. in your help life. Help us help Keith get a real hairline because that's <laughs> oh, what we, we, in general, want. We just want Keith to be happy. That's the happy hair fun. Yeah, we want Thumbelina to be happy. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's impossible with Keith's current <laughs> hairline. Okay. Um, his relationship's on the brink. <laughs> uh, he's already been moved to the couch. <laughs> She he, said, if you lose one more fucking hair, yeah, you're a, on the catch. If I, find one, if I find one more follicle on the ground, oh my God. it's over. It's fucking done. <laughs> Isn't that right? Yeah, that's, right, a, that's how that's it went why on, we yeah. need okay. you to get. I also wanted to give a shout out to one of our Twitter followers. You do? I definitely do. <laughs> oh, man. I hope you screw this up. <laughs> Again, and her name is Carrie. She is uh, one of our followers. She has been retweeting and liking our posts. So I said, you know, we would recognize you if you did stuff like that on Twitter. So that's what we're doing. We definitely do appreciate you as a fan, and I hope that you listen for many, many more episodes. Yeah, we appreciate that love. See, 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 senoritas. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That brings us to the sweet and sumptuous end to the last episode that was never recovered, but is now back in some form. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you later. Later. Putting 10K on them titties, putting 10K on them titties.